You are not to discuss this matter amongst yourselves. We don't submit reports or ask approval for specific operations, if that's what you mean. We are an autonomous department. Any questions? Podcasting from an abandoned subspace relay orbiting Risa. This is Section 31, gathering intelligence for you on Star Trek CCG. Now reporting in, operatives Dan and Rogue. Welcome to Section 31, episode number 344. I'm Dan Hammond. And I'm Rogue Schindler. This week we are going to wrap up uh, what we started last week, the, the talk about Gen Con. Uh, we had uh, another day or so, day, day plus, of, uh, of entertainment in store. Uh, and then uh, we're going to move on and talk about a little bit about what the uh, Spotlight series is going on, TNG Week. Um, so we'll talk about that. And uh, the Vulcan expansion was released, so we ought to mention a thing or two from that sound sound like plan sounds good excellent so when we last we left our intrepid heroes uh <laughs> intrepid is indeed yeah applicable it was sunday night you had just come back from gaming i probably was already out because i got up at uh, five ish to go pick up the rental car from the airport uh we rented a car and uh, so, so previously, months ago, uh, I don't know, I was listening to some podcast or something that mentioned there was this eclipse happening and it was going to be coming you know, across large swaths of the, the United States. So uh, I checked and it happened to be the day after Gen Con. So I'm like, well, <laughs> we we're already staying till Monday anyway. Maybe we can stay yeah. until Tuesday and go for a drive that day. I, I looked around on the map. I did some, you know, kind of calculations. Figured there's a, there's a major highway that leads kind of southeast, or sorry, southwestish, to this place. Uh, there's a pretty decent. I mean, it's a little small town, but it was a small town in right in the middle of the path. Uh, and uh, NASA had this site that had this map where you could tell where the longest point of the eclipse would be, and it happened to be right there. So like that was really cool. Yeah, it's like uh, that's. We should, we should, we should totally do this. So I said, uh, "Hey, Debbie, my wife, can I go on an extra day of vacation?" <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, go ahead." And I sent a note to you. I said, "Hey, uh, Eclipse, you want to join me?" And you were like, uh, "Let me find out." Yes. <laughs> it's like a, a similar, similar conversation. Uh, yeah. So uh, it turns out this Hopkinsville that we that I had found on the map was was having this big. You know, celebration. They were calling them, changing the town's name to Eclipseville, and uh, they were making big plans for street fairs. It was going to be like a. Had it not been Gen Con, it was a three-day weekend event. You know, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday was the eclipse. So they had science stuff and street fair stuff and street, you know, fair food and all kinds of things. Vendors and yeah, everything set up. That was so. It was a big deal. Uh. It, it was great that the place that I found was our, was, was going to be ready for us. So that was great. Uh, I bought some Eclipse glasses, and they didn't ship, so I bought some new Eclipse glasses, and they made it on time, so <laughs> getting excited. Uh, and then we started <laughs> we started reading about how bad traffic was going to be this day when the you know when millions of people are within range of this band and that could drive to the Eclipse probably would, and so. Yeah. Uh, and I'm glad I'm glad that came up because I I really did have the initial response to you of like well if it's it's only a couple hours I mean do we have to really stay till the next day I mean we could just get a flight out that night 
Oh man. Good thing we didn't that try just, that. It's just so really, really good thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh it turns out that the drive down, leaving it I think I picked you up around six twenty or so. Uh yeah. got the got the car from the airport, stopped by the local grocery store, got a got a flat of water, bunch of uh snack foods, just in case just in case the apocalypse on the roads, you know, just you know, were parked and couldn't get anywhere. Uh I picked you up, we started driving and traffic was pretty light getting out of Indianapolis and uh, we felt pretty good, good enough that we were able to stop at a subway uh, about an hour. Maybe it was about was about an hour into the drive. Yeah, a little less, but something yeah. like that. So we or, uh, just consumed a, a, a six-inch sub at the time and bought a another foot long to have on the ice chest just in case. Yeah, uh, and kept driving, and the farther we got, the better traffic looked, and we got there in you know about. Uh, five hours maybe? Yeah, I, I would say, yeah, probably about that. We were definitely a couple hours early. Yeah. So the, the, the eclipse itself wasn't going to happen until one twenty, and that was an hour ahead because it was in a different time zone. So we had plenty of time to get there. So yeah. we got out of the car, realized how hot it was because we'd been sitting in air conditioning the whole time. Uh, but yeah. we uh, we packed up a couple of games in a backpack. We started walking towards what we thought was going to be the Arby's because we were <laughs> honestly, we were looking for a place to sit down in air conditioning with, uh, with free refills pretty much. I think was our, our list of places to go. Right. Uh, and we had checked out a couple of diners ahead of ta- time, done a little research, but they anything right in the heart of downtown was just already packed with the people who had been there for the aforementioned full weekend experience and uh and so it was just like well you know a little less than a mile out of town there's there was an intersection that had at least four or five different fast food places as it turned out uh, we saw the arby's on the map and we're like let's do that you know it it, it would feel mostly the way to go to go play cards yeah. in an arby's uh I I, th- I think at one point we talked about trying to find a Kentucky Fried Chicken since we were in Kentucky, but that didn't happen. Um, I was so, they just call it Fried Chicken. It was just Fried Chicken, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we started walking, and it was a few blocks, and it was hot. By the time we got there, it was just yuck. But, uh, you know, we sat down, uh, ordered a – I got a chopped salad or something. Um, they had – a fountain for 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 drinks had a restroom to use that was cleanish, uh, so we just sat down and played. What else? A couple of rounds of uh, L5R. Well, one round of L5R, right? Of course, just the one. Yeah, we were both playing new decks. That's right. We switched it up. I think I played. Did I switch over to Dragon? Maybe. Uh, Scorpion. Scorpion. That's right. Because that was the deck we were going to play. I was going to play. Had we played on right. Sunday morning. Yeah. Uh, and I. I that seemed appropriate since I had switched over to Crane and you was like, of course you would pick the one that would perfectly counter <laughs> what I was going to try. Yeah, sorry. Uh, it seemed to, to work out that way. It was, I it, it did have every counter. I mean, every time you played a card, it was like, well, you're going to honor yourself. Well, I guess I'll dishonor you. <laughs> or, well, you got your guy buffed up. Why don't we send him home? Or it was very, yeah. it, the Scorpion deck was very reactive. I felt like, uh, I'm very happy that I didn't have to play against it during the big event because it would probably not have been fun. I c- didn't look like you were having very much fun when we were playing. Uh, yeah, I was trying not to have too much unfun. 
yeah you know once you like uh you know your fate expired and i finally had three guys cheer one and i thought i might actually have enough to get through to your provinces and then you played one card that let you play two people for free that was a little disheartening yeah that was pretty good uh (laughs) yeah like i said it was very reactive uh felt very it felt like romulan should feel you know kind of yeah oh yeah you did all your things well here's my trap i'm springing guess what uh yeah uh, anyway we played i don't think we quite finished we kind of played until Maybe about one o'clock or so. And it's like, well, it's yeah, coming up to one o'clock. And we notice everyone outside like... is kind of staring up at the sun with their glasses. And we walked out and we packed up, you know, filled up our drinks one more time. And uh, the sun was already about three quarter, maybe, maybe more. Yeah, it was a little like yeah, halfway or passing halfway. Yeah, but uh, the the temperature drop was astounding because that, that that was the most dramatic part, I think, because. We had walked there, you know, in our backpacks. Like I looked, the the map said 0.8 miles, so you know it's a fair distance. And we came out we're like, oh, okay, you know, let's get back to that big park we saw. A bunch of people have the the social experience, and uh, oh, cool, it's 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 starting. So we'll we'll have enough time to walk back. And we walked back, and it was like that. Like you said, we got to the to the restaurant, and we were drenched, and we're just like, you know. Luckily, we were there for probably hour, hour, fifteen minutes. Long enough, enough to cool down, cool down, and and de-stickify. And uh, and when we got to the back to the park, and we're like, you know, I'm not hot at all. No, it was remarkably pleasant. <laughs> like, it was a nice breeze. Nice. It was dramatically cooler. I didn't even know. It, it even was, felt like it was less humid. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah it, it was crazy. Uh, the just the drop, and and you know, we spent the whole time, you know. Yeah, <laughs> putting glasses up, you know, checking progress, trying to take selfies with the glasses up there so we can get a a, a good photo of the uh, of the actual eclipse, um, and uh, you know, right on schedule, everyone started going, oh, uh, you know, you can. It was <laughs> phases the astronomers called out, you know, you can see this and then you can see this. And yeah. I kind of just waited and then pulled off the glasses. The the, the street lights came on, you know, was just got dark like dusk. You could see. I don't know if you could see stars, but you could certainly see planets. Uh, you could definitely see planets. Yeah. There was a few bright stars yeah. came through. Uh, and it was amazing. It was uh, it was tough to look at and take a picture of. I didn't think any of my pictures really came out. Yours didn't come out too badly. Uh, I but got one fairly okay picture. I figured but... there'd be plenty of fantastic photography afterward yeah you know? <laughs> i don't have to worry about trying to take a great picture with my cell phone for you know a, a memento but there was so there's plenty of that to check out but uh, yeah it was great i i did like what you did where you kind of turned it around and actually managed to get a sort of eclipse selfie <laughs> where yeah. you know shooting it over your shoulder with the glasses uh that that was a cool idea and that that, that worked you know well enough to get the idea yeah, uh, but yeah, those, those last five minutes, you know, leading up to it, it was really cool. You could really start to see it. You know, we had talked about it as it was coming up. It's like, is it getting darker? I'm not sure. Like, would it be noticeably darker if we didn't know this was happening, or you know, is it just our imaginations? But the last five minutes, definitely, you could start seeing it getting, you know, kind of near twilight. You know, I remember there was a uh, there was a blanket 
or a tent that someone had thrown up, I don't know, maybe That's 30 right. feet away, uh, just down down range of us a little bit in the park. And it was doing that bit where it was filtering through the trees, and you can see little semicircles all over it as the eclipse was happening or getting closer yeah. and closer. That was great. We got some great shots of that when we were leaving on the ground. There was there was a tree that was right over the sidewalk. And it was yeah. like, whoa, check that out. And it was just a bunch of little little eclipses as the sun was peeking back out again behind the moon. Uh, favorite thing that I heard was so we I bought these this ten pack of glasses, uh, <laughs> and we're you know we had I had one or two extra when we were at Subway. Someone wandered up, wandered up. Hey, you you guys have uh, sunglasses? You got your glasses? And I'm like, yeah, we've got our glasses. She, she wandered off, uh, but. People were walking up and down the street selling them for eight bucks a piece, <laughs> and I and I know I think I paid eight bucks for my ten pack. But <laughs> as we were sitting there <laughs> uh, in the park, you know, as it was about to happen, uh, one of the guys behind us said, "Hey, you got this extra pair of glasses? Anybody want it?" And some guy says, "Where were you eight dollars ago?" <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, um, clips happen. Fantastic show. Uh, highly recommended. We've made plans to head out for the next one in 2024. Um, I recommend that uh, nobody else goes because I don't want traffic to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, check it out if it's if it's heading your way. What is it, starting in, yeah. like, Maine and shooting across? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure the direction, but it is. It's uh, it's going uh, instead of – this last one was sort of northwest to southeast, and mm-hmm. this one is sort of the opposite. It's coming up. Not through the southwestern United States, but uh, coming from the southwest up through Texas, and then uh, and then across into Maine. Or and I want to say it's versa. it's going right through Indianapolis, isn't it? If I don't mistake. Yeah, there, there was actually a couple of really big cities uh, yeah. just going through, and, and I thought that was funny. It was going through Indianapolis. It's in April though, so it won't be. It is unlikely Gen Con will be in April in 2024, exactly. but you never know. They move it around a lot. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so that should be fun, and uh, it's going to be since it's not, uh, whatever orbital dynamics. Uh, it's going to be a six-minute eclipse instead of a two-minute eclipse this time. So, uh, which should be really cool. Yeah, uh, I mean, two minutes was neat, but I also felt like I was I was kind of there was like pressure to enjoy everything at once. It's like I was trying to take pictures, but I want to like enjoy the moment, mm-hmm. like because I'd seen a couple of partial eclipses before and i'm like that's cool you know it was neat um sure let's let's do it it'll be a fun road trip but i i wasn't like super excited about it uh it was it was cool but the to- it, having seen it now the totality if you have the means and the and and the inclination i, I highly recommend it it it's it's just really an indescribable experience agreed and it sounds like i mean if it is following that path I think it's yeah. going. I think it's starting. It's either starting or ending uh, in the in the main area. It's going throughout south, yeah. south through Mexico, Mex- Mexico City, and ending at like Mazatlan and ending back over the Pacific that way. So yeah. there'll be plenty of plenty of folks. Maybe even more. T- I mean, starting in the Seattle area and heading south toward the uh, toward the Atlanta area, it might cut through yeah. more populated areas this time as it's going north to south or south to north, however it's going. Yeah. The thing I I, I read after the fact uh, that was interesting was like the things to pull, to look out for were the leaves that we saw. That was cool. You know, the, the shadows on the, on the ground. Uh, the thing that of course makes complete sense if you think about it, but I just never thought about it was that for, for once uh, you get to look through the center of the solar system 
rather than, you know, with, with a night sky, a nightish sky, instead of, you know, at night, we are always looking away oh. from the center of the solar system. Sure. So you could see, you know, a lot more planets and, and we got, we, we kind of caught that because we were looking for that plane <laughs> or looking for planes that were, that were chasing. And, and in the process of it, it was like, Oh yeah, look at all these planets going on. That was really cool. But I would love to focus on that more. Uh, and then the last thing I did not notice, I did not. I, and I, I think we were kind of down in a little bit of a hill because it was, we were by the riverbanks. So I don't know, given our surroundings, we would have been able to notice it as much, but next time totally looking for is uh, apparently Every horizon in every direction is a sunset. Ah, neat. All right, yeah, I'll check that out too. Every horizon is a sunset. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. It'll be. Oh, I don't know. I, that that doesn't make sense to me. All the rays will be coming in at, at a weird angle. All right, I'll check it out. That sounds fun. Yeah, and we'll so... report back in <laughs> in eight years <laughs> or in uh, uh, seven years. We'll have to keep that in mind. When, you, when we look for our, you know, stick out the spot, watch spot, you know, yeah. a little bit of elevation so you can catch that out. So something to look out for. Um, we, d- we did, uh, you know, after that, as entertaining as Eclipseville was, we did not really feel the need to uh, to stick it around. And uh, much like um, Padres fans at a baseball game, you know, as soon as that ninth inning hit, we were out. Yeah, we hit the road be- not long after totality. I mean, we, we kind of hung around for a few minutes trying to figure out so do we stay for, you know, make sure the closer closes things out. But, you know, it's like, <laughs> all right, well, you know, we kind of saw this part on the way in, so it's going to be the same thing except reverse. So yeah. why don't we hit the road before everyone else does? And And as far as our local traffic, that worked out. Yeah. Yeah, we that got a good decision. Yeah, we, we the parking spot we read was great. It was just a couple of blocks from where the the, the park we found was. Uh, we took a little shortcut to get out of the city and get down on the freeway, and we're moving along fine. And then, and then, and then yeah. everyone else who was in everyone the area else. was all filtering back up north along the same freeways that we were, yeah. and we hit all the traffic that we are glad we did not hit in the morning. <laughs> And, and as much as that sucked, I, the the thing I, I keep repeating is, is at least if it was going to suck in a direction, I would rather it be leaving than going. Yeah, no doubt. I was fully prepared to get most of the way to Hopkinsville. You know, <laughs> we had we had the map out, right? Okay, well, it looks like the, the totality band starts in about 30 miles. So as long as we get there, we'll be fine. You know, we're looking around waiting for traffic to just start backing up on the way there. And it just never did. We made it just fine yeah but you're right on the way back out is all of our karma came back and bit us and the four and a half hour drive down turned into an eight and a half hour drive back north uh we at one point we said okay there's there's a there's a rest stop in like 20 miles and we both need to take a rest stop so we'll, we'll pull over there and then like an hour and a half later we still weren't there yet it was it was awful. It was painful in more ways than one. Uh, we, we survived. <laughs> uh, we we stopped. It was like, all right, we're going to get back in Indianapolis. We can have some dinner, maybe get a card game in or something. No, that didn't that didn't happen. We stopped it uh, most of the way there at a Cracker Barrel. Yeah? Cracker Barrel, yeah. Uh, and that was all right. 
And then we got back <laughs> in the car and just kept driving. And for some reason, I had programmed in the wrong address into my phone. So we drove all the way to the airport. And the hotel was not at the airport. No. So we had to turn around and figure out where the heck we were going. Uh, at the end of a very long day, was made yeah. it even longer. So, well, you know, we got checked in, dumped all our stuff off, pretty much crashed. Uh, not remembering any games or anything we did. It was pretty much the end of the no. day, right? No, we came in and collapsed. Ah, was, we talked about strife. We did. You you described it on the way in case we got a chance to to play when we got back. Yeah. And uh, and I got flipped through the card. You know, I kept conscious long enough to flip through the cards, but but that was it. Because by at that point, I had a five a.m. wake up call, five twenty or something to to catch the shuttle. <laughs> yeah, you know, and after all that, you 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 had like a. A 520 shuttle or a 615 or something, something that didn't yeah, yeah. work for your flight. So you, you know, you we we talked about. You, you were talking, trying to figure out which one you want to take. So, same time, 24 hours later, I'm thinking to myself, oh man, I got to figure out what shuttle I'm going to take. So I called down and scheduled for the same one you did. And I'm like, okay, let's just take the early one. That's fine. Five minutes later, I called back. Yeah, I need to cancel that. I actually have a car. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, I had a rental car. I was going to say, did you return your car? No, I just wasn't paying attention. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so uh, I... I at some point, while we were scheduling that, and yeah. you were like, well, I, I could just give you a ride. I'm like, you don't want to get up that early, do you? And you were like, no, no, I don't. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, I was like, good. You hopped on your flight. I, I take it it was... Uh, no, uneventful. I slept uneventful. through the whole thing. Nice. Uh... I got up and went to go visit one of my customers in Indianapolis, which was great because uh, that turned my trip into part of a business trip, so I was able to get some work done there. Uh, I got to see some more of Indianapolis. I got to... I was looking for a place to eat. I went to this little grill uh, that... The people there were really nice. The food is all right, but the people there were really nice, so that was great. Probably could have walked. It wasn't too far away from the, the little hotel we were staying at. Uh, and then the next morning, I did the same thing you did, except I drove myself instead of taking the shuttle. I got there too early, uh, made it through all the check-in stuff, and had an easy flight back. So, uh, a dramatically long return drive, but for the most part, totally worth it. Yeah, totally worth it. Yeah, ten out of ten stars. With totality again. <laughs> yes, uh, I feel like that should be. You know, one out of one star. <laughs> zero out of one stars, oh, but that zero is... out of one. Zero out of one stars. <laughs> one moon one out of moon one again. star. <laughs> one moon. Out, one moon out of one star. Uh, yeah. So uh, excellent trip. Um, overall, the gaming was great. Um, I managed to post the uh, the L five R stuff. All the cards that I picked up. The the nine. Oh, yeah. The nine. Uh, the nine promo cards plus the one. Uh, stronghold, and they all sold on eBay, so that was great. Uh, I posted that uh, that, that uh, ACG deck again, and it's not not even anybody looking at it. So wow. I'm not going to post it a third time. I'm going to find. Does anyone in our play group not have one now? Because we've got two, four, six, eight, and there's only four, five, six of us. I don't know. Like Brian got one from Charlie. Matt did not seem interested. Um. I mean, I could certainly keep one of the two. I, I, I was planning on selling them both, but I'll keep one. It. 
Yeah. Well, I'm going to keep one, yeah. Yeah. All right, well. But, yeah. yeah. Now I'm kind of wishing I would have offered it up to the second place team. Hey, 20 bucks, you want it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, but, you know, I can't complain. A couple hundred bucks for the uh, the L5R cards. That certainly covered more than I expected, so that's great. Sure. Uh, more than the tournament. Yeah. And I saw that uh, the first pack has been up for pre-release. Did you see that? Oh, I did not. 14 bucks. 20 new cards, and you get three of each. All right. Nice. I think that's what it was. Is it, is it focusing on... All seven clans. Really? Mm-hmm. Jeez, everybody gets like two cards. Everyone gets two or three cards. Probably two cards, because I said there's going to be some more non-aligned support as well. Yeah. But, well, it, you know what? Two or three more people will mean... You two know, or three less Two or three less non-aligns, yeah, to make a full deck. Nice. It's, well, it reminds me of like Energize after Premiere, right? It's all the cards that they cut so they would make the first set fit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So uh, what would you like to talk about next? We can talk a little bit about TNG or Vulcans. Uh, well, that's the big banner at the front, right? Yeah. The uh, TNG week, which is a, a return of the Spotlight series, which has been kind of preview-touted uh in an article, so... Yeah, we've got an article about First Edition Federation. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping we get a... Uh, a, a, a I'm guessing we're going to get a Second Edition TNG. That makes sense. I would certainly expect. Yeah. Uh, what was the last... What was the last TNG or Federation deck you played? Uh, you know... I'm sure I threw something together. Actually, I think I was looking through the other day, and I saw that that was one of my last regional two-e decks was a TNG solver because I I had not the care to uh, to put together anything interesting. So I just threw something together so that we would have an extra person. I also have recently played TNG just because it was something to play. Uh, I think I copied somebody's deck list. Uh, I had played my... My favorite TNG deck that I played a lot was the Tiny Missions with the Enterprise uh, from Generations that's crashing for bonus points. Sure. Um, and But it's been at least two years since I played that. I recently played <laughs> this deck that <laughs> called Doctors Without Boundaries, which was nice. Uh, it was like the Doctor Crusher on the Enterprise with a bunch of non-uniques. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. That was fun, but didn't do very well. well it looks like I got sixth <laughs> place. That's terrible. Uh, but, oh, man, on the Winnie side, it's been... I think I tried playing historical poker games a long time ago. Uh, three years ago. I w- that was what I was just thinking. I was, I was like, that's the last one I can really remember. Um, yeah, before that, it's TNG Sealed from a long time ago. And the Voyager Home Alpha Quadrant movie era... Wow, that was a long time ago, too. <sighs> I feel like I need to play oh. TNG again. I did do... Well, that's not TNG, though. I did first contact, like, the Enterprise-E crew uh, at Gen Con a couple of years ago. I would say Enterprise-E has a TNG icon in 2E, so that's probably close enough for one. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, Johnny's Enterprise-E deck at Worlds. Last time Worlds was at Gen Con. 
that that's probably it. Oh, and I built a, a TNG. Oh, that, that's probably the most involved uh, interaction I had was uh, I built a t TNG deck for Jim. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. When he, when he was started playing and, uh, you know, that was nicely scripted. Continuing so mission? I, yeah. Uh, so that was easy to kind of like, here's a base set of crew. Here's everybody you recognize. Here's how it works. And, you know, here, here's how you play the seed deck in the for your first three turns and, you know, go. And he picked it up really quick. I think he got second place in his first tournament. Nice. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're always going to have the most recognizable personnel. They're always going to have the biggest mission selection and the biggest group of personnel to pull from to match those missions. So uh, yeah. it's probably, I mean, if it's not the first deck you hand somebody, it's got to be pretty close, right? Yeah. Duck blind... Continuing mission, scientific diplomacy, equivalent replicator. Yeah. Yep. It's very yep. PNG flavorful. Yeah. So that, that was good. I I know I had to kind of play test it a bit to, to get it to be, you know, something I thought would be decent but still easy to pick up. So. Right on. Um, what do you think is going to be next? Do you think they're going to go in? 1E e release I would, order? I would assume. I mean, that's always been the major the, the, the major affiliations. You know, at least the, to start with our, our Federation Klingon Romulan. All right. I'm going to have to look through. I think I, I want to say last year Gen Con I played uh, just a generic kind of boring, boring as all get out Klingon deck. Um, <laughs> but I don't know the last time I played Klingon in in first edition. But that was my, that was my go-to deck. I mean... After I, you know, at, when we first started, I was playing Romulan, just because that seemed like a good thing to play. Um, and, but a while after, probably in like just around the first Contact era, uh, we, we when we were you know traveling around and going to a few events, I was playing Klingon all the time. With uh, with the with with like Duras and uh, all the the, the weird. Altering Universe guys. They were pretty well stacked. Oh, yeah, like Chemtar. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and, like, the, just using the Fekwar. Gerard. Yeah. Just, just flying around, picking up a curl on Oscos and blowing people up. That was that was what I played a lot. Uh, so, looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, hey, I'm always ready to, to play some Klingons. I bust out my Martok Noor. Yeah, you know, and I'm looking at the old, my deck list, House of Duras as a Predator. I think that was the treachery Klingon nemesis stuff. Hmm, I'm going to have to dig that out again. Cool. All right, uh, the most recent release, though, is Vulcans. Have you, have you had a chance to look through any of it? Is there anything that's jumping out at you for, for a version of the deck? Skimmed, skimmed it. Uh, and I like to get an idea of uh, the engines and how everything works together. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I hate to say it, I almost like wanted to know enough to, to try to counter it because I, I feel like it's going to come out right away. Um, but um, uh, uh, I like I'm both interested and kind of 
skeptical about the whole manipulation thing. It seems really chewy, mocky, annoying. There's a lot of that. I mean, I I can understand that's kind of what they were going for at the beginning of Enterprise. First, clearly the first couple episodes, that's all they did. You know, right? They were just in yeah. the way. Um, but that's that's something that's difficult to capture flavor-wise without just making it annoying as all get out. So yeah. I am looking forward to cutting up some cards and putting a deck together. I don't know that I would say I'm looking forward to playing against it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know I, mean? I, I, w- I would have liked there to been some kind of flavor with, um, um, I don't know, some kind of way to throttle it with, with missions. Because part of that was, you know, once the once Starfleet kind of got out there and started proving themselves, they, they kind of stepped back and were like, all right, you know what? Maybe we were wrong. Maybe you can handle it. You know, we'll we'll stop getting in your way. So, you know, like maybe after you complete your first mission, they can't, you know, be quite as annoying somehow. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah. I, I, I'm hoping, like, you know, some of the other part aspects of the, like, uh, the distance look interesting. Um, I like that you can, you basically have the, uh, um, the, the pre-warp one to, to sort of supplant, uh, you can use that instead of protect the timeline. Yes. It looks like, and that helps you use all your Vulcans and then you can use all your Vulcans with any of the, the other engines and that kind of is your, your unifying aspect. So that's cool. Um, I mean, it, it certainly looks interesting. I like that they did the ID, the IDAC mm-hmm. instead of an icon. You know, that works just three cards with subtitles. So you know, download one of these as part of your your starting thing. And, and they managed to get and, Courage, Power, and Wisdom in there, which were the two, the three test names for the sets, which <laughs> I'm guessing that's Legend of Zelda, yeah? Yep. Right. Well, congratulations to Story for sneaking that in. That's great. Yeah, and it's it's fairly appropriate. I so, think Courage is probably the only yeah. uh, really reach, you know, for a spy organization. I'm looking through, trying to figure out who would be the best counterpart to assimilate Vulcan. Uh, mm. Surak has got a lot of dots. I mean, he's got five dots. Yeah. And his but only bad skill is strength. I was gonna say he he's got two of a bunch of stuff, but you don't really care about multiples. No. Um, what about somebody who has uh, Vashar? That'd be interesting as a as a uh, an integrity. Oh, sorry, a, a special uh, intelligence skill. Yeah. yeah, that way you can get you know something you might not otherwise be able to. Saren Saren has a lot of good trying to think of stuff you don't get with the Borg that kind of slow you down law yeah V-Lass law treachery yeah, there's only got three dots though Everybody's but you can get orbital bombardment which would be pretty cool <laughs> alright well uh, kudos to the first person who managed to assimilate a Vulcan and then assimilate Vulcan itself <laughs> that is how you <laughs> slow down your opponent. <laughs> welcome, welcome, new affiliation. Yeah, this is, this is 
Yeah, I guess they have advantage, though, because they don't report to outposts, so it wouldn't be the end of everything, but... Mm, and they probably don't have any very many people on the surface, either, uh, to assimilate. There's no, there's no Vulcan uh, headquarters, either. Right, it's all through the time location, so you don't really need a, a headquarters. So, nice advantage for anti-Borg. Resistance is logical. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of new missions too. We're gonna have to go through those in more depth. There's a lot of a lot of different colorful icons on a lot of them, so everybody gets a little bit. There's a you know Romulans, Dominion, a couple of Klingon ones, Bajoran one. I like the Bajoran one as a monastery. That that fits pretty well. <coughs> Priest Vedic, yeah. Uh, a new Kronos too. I wonder how well you could All right. you could throw down. Kronos and a bunch of Vulcan missions, and uh, but it doesn't. You want he'd want Vulcan and Klingon missions if you're going to try to pretend to be something and, and then end up playing Borg. Oh yeah. Huh. All right, I'll have to put some more thought into that. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else we want to cover before we wrap this up? I think uh, we, we, we we've we've hit everything from Gen Con. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I just got from DragonCon, but uh, we're we're pretty deep into uh, the episode for another con report, and I'm kind of deep into ex- con exhaustion to uh, to go back on it today. So I think we can save that for next week. Two weeks. Uh, two weeks. Next week, I'm a, we're going to have a special guest. Uh, John Corbett will be joining us to talk about the Texas Chainsaw Masters, and uh, so we'll get DragonCon talk in two weeks then. Plan. Sounds good, uh, and that will also be a preview for a tournament because we we have a one e OTF constructed scheduled for a week from Saturday. So if you are in the area, you're interested in playing, that's uh, we're, we're getting back into the post summer, everybody being too busy to play era. So uh, we try to get back into that on the I think it's the sixteenth. Yeah. All right. Well, let me know how that goes, and uh, we'll talk about it when we get back from that. We'll preview for it, and then we can you can give me an update because I'll be out of town. That is the last weekend I'm traveling for, <laughs> <laughs> and then I will be back in the in the uh, the weekly the every other week tournament schedule. That sounds pretty good. I, I should be able to make a few of those. Awesome. All right. Well, in the meantime, that is the uh, limit of our intelligence for this week. Quite. Uh, I am Sir Rowe. And I am Sir Dan. And I will remind you all to expand your power in you. And I will draw Dan. You cannot run, you cannot hide, and you cannot defect.